I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. This is the Rich Eisen Show. TCU wins. Do you get the sense the playoff committee is itching to get somebody else in there other than you? You know, our guys hear all that stuff. They thought we were terrible in the beginning, and we, we were not going to listen to them when they start telling you how great they are and how great you are. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Charles Woodson. Coming up, Fox Sports announcer Gus Johnson. From Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale, actor Sam Jager. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. We ended hour one with fireworks. Fireworks, I say. I'm talking about how Michigan-Ohio State is the rivalry in college football and how uh, it will be eclipsed only by uh, the Thanksgiving game between the Giants and the Cowboys in terms of the most-watched game this weekend. And TJ's like, I'm not even going to watch it. And uh, my answer to that is, well, it's because all of your teams that you root for in college football are out. Penn State, both teams, Michigan-Ohio State dispatched with them significantly. I'm just not married to sitting in... Having college football decide whether I'm going to be in a good mood anymore. Past what? that point. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm in that boat on Saturday. Yeah, I, I know. I'm I in know. that boat, and it's usually very, very long, almost four hours. Thankfully, I've got long the uh, dulcet tones of Gus Johnson and Joel Klatt. Uh, on it. Gus is on his way to the Rich Eisen Show studio. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, I'll be watching it. There you go. Gus is on his way to the studio. I'm watching it. Mike is, of course, just puffing his fox (laughs) chest out right now. I'll be mixing the Penn State Michigan State game. Hey, I'll be watching that one, too. See? So there you go. Alternate program. There you go. Okay, I'll be watching. So what? Leave me alone. Okay, very good. (laughs) Watch Christmas Vacation. There you go. Very good. Good for you. You guys are all being truthful and very, very reasonable. That's what we are here, Rich. Um, Zach Wilson's been benched. That's how we started the show. I predicted that last year and got yelled at. But if you missed it, uh, you can hang here on the Roku channel. Uh, we re-air uh, when we're done. And uh, if you missed it, uh, there's our YouTube page. There's our Twitter page. There's also the Rich Eisen Show collection Ooh, uh, on the Roku fancy. channel. You could spend you could spend all Thanksgiving weekend catching up. Why wouldn't you? I would agree. That's called a rhetorical question. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? There's no answer other than the appropriate one. Uh, Very good. (laughs) Sam Jager, who is the uh, uh, one of the stars (laughs) of season um, five of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Hulu. He'll be here in studio. Apparently, he's an Ohio State fan. We just hung up with Charles Woodson, who um, is the the king of 
this rivalry from the University of Michigan's point of view. Rich, rough day for uh, 2021 draft class quarterbacks. What do you got? Davis Mills just got benched. Ooh. For? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, everybody, getting his shot. Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, when his uh, first start for the Texans, will have to go toe-to-toe with Tua Tungo-Vailoa coming Ooh, off a bye. What is going Here on Here we today? go. <laughs> what is happening? Here we go. Yeah. Trey Lance watching Jimmy G take this team to the <laughs> to the heights that he's taking him. Future um, Texans quarterback, Trevor Jimmy Lawrence. Tre- Trevor, Lawrence <laughs> Trevor Lawrence coming off. A, how dare you? He might be a Jet. Uh, <laughs> hands off. He could be a Patriot. I mean, I'd, I'd take Jimmy him. Jimmy G's got a ticket that yeah. he might be writing. I'd take him. How about that? You know, Trevor Lawrence coming off the bye. Jacksonville Jaguars coming off their bye. Uh, taking on the Ravens. Good Lord. At home. And then, of course, you've got Max Jones performing for our Thanksgiving evening pleasure. Um, and Justin Fields, all eyes on his non-throwing shoulder. It could be Trevor Simeon versus Mike White. Bears at Jets. Hey, everybody. Get excited. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Even, 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 even Scott Hansen would go, eh. uh, Bryce Perkins is taking first team reps for the Rams. Rams? Yep. There we have it. So, There we have it. You know, stuff is happening. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, David Redding, California, where I got my start on television and KRCR-TV, Spirit of the North State. What's up, Dave? What's going on? Hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, I'm in Northern California, and by proxy, I'm a Pac-12 nut. Got it. But Brockman and TJ are crazy if they don't think that this game is relevant every year. The minute Harbaugh stepped back into Ann Arbor – this game is on everybody's radar every year. He's made them relevant. You're crazy to think you're otherwise. I can't wait to see the poll results. Uh, and uh, by the way, this game means a lot um, to see if USC has a shot to get in, even with two wins. If this game is one yeah, of those, if this game is one of those double overtime refs or cheaters type games, um, <laughs> you know, it, I mean. it would be it would be tough to tell Michigan you can't you can't make it, right? Yeah, I could easily see two from that from that conference going and the Pac-12 just waiting another year. Thanks for the call, Dave. Appreciate it. Say hi to everybody on my old digs there up in uh, Shasta County. I mean, the- What's wrong with what I said? What's wrong with what I said? When an official gives a first down and double overtime without actually bringing out the chains and then one guy gets his butt slapped by an official what, and missing an Ohio State guy and get oh. a little attaboy as he goes back on the field. That's- oh, okay. I don't think we're crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, it's know. my time. Let me just say this. And another thing. And another thing. Gus Johnson is here. Here. And, he, and he does not need long for makeup. You know why? Because he is a handsome freaking man who rises and fires the minute he wakes up. Plus, our complexion leads to the fact that we don't need a lot of makeup. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's what Cece tells me. All right. Um, before he comes out here... <laughs> You ready for it? What do we got? It's a Wednesday. What happens on this show? Uh, we, get to, we get to heckle you even I more? Never, <laughs> and then the acclaim comes out. I never thought I would enjoy power rankings as much as I enjoy it. Hit it. Hit it. This is my power rankings. All right, everybody. I've got one new team on the list, one team off the list, and everyone else has just been reconfigured around. Oh. 
Yes, this is my power rankings heading into Thanksgiving Day 2022. Back on the list. Saw him with my own two eyes, and I said, that's a team I've seen before. That's a team that can go to the Super Bowl if they keep playing like this with a running attack and a defense that's buzzing all over the place and also and also has a quarterback named Tom Brady. Number 10 on the list. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are back on my power rankings hey, list. We're hey, back. Yeah, LFG. we're back. LFG. Let's go. Yeah, let's see what they look like in Cleveland. Rashad White getting it done. That's number 10 on my list. Number 9 on my list. Down, wait for it. Seven spots. Who could that be? <laughs> the Vikings. Oh. Seven <laughs> spots. <laughs> Why are they even still on the yeah. list? Because they've got eight wins, Chris. They beat like four backup quarterbacks. Yeah. I can't just knock them off the list you like can. that. I I mean, mean, you can. You should did. have. They're still on the list. They got eight <laughs> wins. They're going to have a home playoff game. We're going to see something happen from them down the road. Are we? Yeah, they're gonna host a home, they're gonna host a playoff game, Chris, and, and lose by four touchdowns. Number eight on my list, up two spots, because they are coached by the MacGyver of NFL head coaches. Yeah. You don't have most of these people on your fantasy team. The only people you have on your fantasy team are Derrick Henry and maybe their defense, maybe or Tannehill if you need to if you need to float maybe somebody. Tennessee Titans are up two spots. Tennessee Titans are taking on the Bengals this week. That is huge. Number seven on my list. No change. No blood. They were off. I got the Dolphins sitting there at seven. Oh, that seems a little low. They could have moved up. I got the Dolphins, but, but they just sat home. They sat home. Yeah, yeah. You can win by right. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Number six on if my list. Lose, Number six on my list. <laughs> they won, so I can't knock them down a peg, can I? Well, cool. wait till you see a couple of teams that won. They get knocked oh, down oh. pegs. But... Uh, I, I got the Ravens sitting here. I got the Ravens sitting here. Yeah. And the Ravens, as we know, have, have beaten fair. the Miami Dolphins. And I'm still sitting there at six. I might have flip-flopped the... I like Roquan Smith. Head. Excuse me. These are my power rankings. Sorry. He did specify and Gus Johnson that. is now sitting here, and I oh, cannot yeah. have this. It was fantastic. Of course. He's Gus Johnson. <laughs> Number five on this list. Down one spot. I'm a little concerned. A little concerned. They, they were roosting at number one forever. But the Buffalo Bills are sitting there at five right now. That's a drop. Uh, that's a drop. But they, but they won. I know they won. Uh, they dropped so far and you win. Uh, they didn't drop far. They oh. they won and they dropped one spot. Oh, okay, because number one, winning. number four on my list, uh, I dropped them a spot too. They came so damn close to losing in Indianapolis. It was almost another Man. Sunday for Saturday. Eagles are number three on my list. I like where this list is going. Number three on my list, down one spot. Number four on my list of the Eagles. Number three on this list, up five spots. What did you do for five? Five spots. Because they punked the Vikings. I know that shit. The Dallas Cowboys are number three on my list. Seems a little low. No, it doesn't. Seems a little low after what we just did. By the way, Tony Pollard, Deuces Pollard. (laughs) That's my nickname for him. That seems low is all I'm saying. All right. That's number three on the list. Number two on my list, because I think this team, if they play like this, they do beat the Dallas Cowboys again. I show my 49ers are up three spots, and they're number two on my list. They are powerful in my power rankings. Number two. two, And then number one is the team that I said a couple days ago in my mea culpa that they weren't going to win the division. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, number one on my power rankings. That's how I am rolling into Thanksgiving week with my power rankings. Wow.
Other than three, that's a pretty decent list. Okay, thank you. There they are. There they are. The Giants dropped out. Buccaneers in. Ooh, and everybody man. else just reconfigured. Chess pieces thrown in the air, and this is how they've landed on my power rankings and list. Bills should be. Of course, uh, if you're watching this later on anywhere else, just go ahead and comment. I've got a thick skin. Don't worry. <laughs> Am I reading this right? Thank you very much, Tyreek. <laughs> Gus Johnson is here. Let's take a break and bring him out, everybody. God, I love this man, no. and he is here, and I'm so psyched about it. Gus Johnson is going to be live on the Roku channel and so much more when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Gus Johnson, by the way, here in the Rich Eisen Show studio, our terrestrial radio audience just rejoined us. You- and then I went back to the dorm and I had all my, my gear. Yeah. I put my suit on and my tie on. And I went back to the dorm after the game was over, and one of the Bison football players who lived in the dorm, he came up to me and he said, hey, man, I listened to you Mm -hmm. call the game tonight. And I said, oh, yeah? He said, yeah, man, stick with that. I think you might have something here. Mm -hmm. That's all I needed. And off you went. Wow. And off I went. So what was was your biggest break, Gus? Who gave you your biggest break? My biggest break, I think, was... A band by the name of Don Marion in mm-hmm. Waco, Texas, when I got my first job at KXXV-TV Channel 25. Were you doing the local sports? Local sports. People are turning it on. Just, There's Gus Johnson right. saying I what's mean, going on. The, I was a weekend anchor, weekday reporter. Yeah. Um, I got that job right out of college, on the air. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. I was, I got, <laughs> I didn't know anything. I was, and he gave me a job based on potential. Okay. And uh, also from an affirmative action standpoint as well. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got that job in Waco, and I had a chance to work with a man by the name of Ray Peters that taught me everything, who was my new sports director. Yeah. 
Uh, and that was the greatest experience. I covered T-ball all the way up to Baylor. And uh, I miss those days. Chicken fried steak, Del Taco, <laughs> Luby's, Diddy Plates. But you, you travel know. the country now on campuses. You must see all those spots every now and then, some small schools, some other yeah, schools. Yeah, well, you I know, mean, I still go there. to Waco. Yeah, sure. Kansas State. Yeah. I love Manhattan, Kansas. I bet you do. It's a long ride, but once you get there, it's perfect. It's heaven. Uh, so some of those small schools, we still water Oklahoma. Norman is still relatively small. Uh, so you're there in Waco, and then who gave you a call? When did CBS come knocking oh on Oh, my door? gosh, that took when, a long time. I went from did. Waco to Huntsville to Greensboro to Washington, D.C., to New York with Madison Square Garden Network. Oh, yeah. That's when everything got real. When you started calling Knicks games, right? Uh, Doing stuff eventually, like that? Yeah. eventually, yeah. Yeah, I started. I did Nick, the Knicks for 13 years. Uh, MSG Network, the Big East Network, ESPN 7, 8, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. All the ESPN channels I think I work for. I do, <laughs> do, do, two, two great cups for uh, ESPN, 94, 95. Did those go in overtime too? You do. One of them did, I think, when Louis Pasaglia hit the did. final field. <laughs> See, you do for the real- BC Lions. So when you do realize that there, you have a knack, or the the television and sports gods seem to have bestowed upon you the craziest endings and the tightest games. That if you ever are calling a game and somebody's up by twenty one, you would bet you. you- <laughs> I heard that during the NCAA tournament. Years ago, there was a thing, because I don't know anything about betting, but yeah. I heard that people were betting mm-hmm. on my games. <laughs> I heard this is true. I was like, wow. They would bet the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Because no matter what, whoever was up would blow it, or whoever was down would come back if Gus Johnson was on the Yo, call. Yo, Rich, man, I had a run for football and for basketball right. when I was at CBS. Mm-hmm. For the NCAA tournament and for the NFL, I had a run that I would just pinch myself when it was over, when the games were over. I mean, game after game after remember, game. Do you remember which ones off the top of your head? Football, NFL, uh, Chris Jackson, Chris Johnson yeah. versus Maurice Jones Drew, uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, we had, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. It was. I want to see that. It was Jacksonville and the Texans. Mm-hmm. Hail Mary. Mm-hmm. David Garrard threw a Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had. Oh my gosh! Uh, Brandon, the greatest Brandon game. Stokely. One of the greatest games. The immaculate deflection. Denver and Cincinnati. Is that Brandon Stokely? Brandon Stokely. That was Brandon Stokely. Wasn't that he week one? Screamed. That was week one, right? Was that, I don't remember. I think it was the beginning of the year. Right. Incredible. Incredible. And then you had, well, the, one of the best ones, Isaiah Thomas for Washington oh in the Pac-12 God. final. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. One of the best ever. <laughs> just cold-blooded. Yeah. In those kind of moments, that's all. You just resort back to the hood. Man, that was cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> so just so many, I mean... Xavier, Ohio State in Lexington to go to the Final Four. I had Matt Sylvester for Ohio State hitting the wing jump shot to beat Illinois. Illinois, I think, was 22-0 and that year with mm-hmm. um, James Augustine and D. Brown, uh, Darren uh, 
that play for Utah, Darren, uh, Darren Williams. Williams. Yeah, Darren. exactly. Yeah. He's now the fighter, right? The boxer. Darren Is he boxing now? Right. Yeah. Unbelievable. He, he, was he the one who, who uh, went against Frank Gore, right? Did yeah. the two of them fight? He knocked out Frank Gore. He knocked Frank Gore out? Frank Gore out? <laughs> yes. Gus, didn't you do Good. the UCLA-Adam Morrison game? UCLA-Adam Morrison? Yep. Oh, the NCAA tournament. Forget about it. UCLA-Adam Morrison. We had uh, Gonzaga when they beat Florida. The slipper still fits. We had... Uh, <laughs> We who am I talking about? This I is the greatest. Uh, no, you. Uh, it's uh, it's all of us, really. It's, it's all. Yeah, of us. We, we, we were all because yeah, again, all just hearing you make these calls. Honestly, we all feel like we were sitting there next to you. Yeah. You know, it's That's very fact, interesting. Man. That's very interesting that you say that to me because I can't. You know, they say, mm. which is true. You never see yourself. You only see a reflection. You've never seen your face. You've only seen a reflection of your face as a human being. Mm-hmm. You've never seen this part of your back. Right. So I can't see myself. I would love to see myself during those moments because I sometimes don't really understand the reaction. To me, it's just, you know, I'm just watching the game. I'm a fan. I'm a journalist, and I take that seriously. Sure. But more than anything, I'm just a fan of sports. Thank God for sports. I want to write a, a play. There was this play that I read years ago um, by Douglas Turner Ward, and it was a satire um, about what would happen. This is in the 50s. What would happen back then in the 50s? Now take that in consideration. What would happen if all the black people disappeared back then? Meaning, you know, you didn't have anybody to cut your lawn. You didn't, white people didn't have anybody to do their, you know, housework and all that stuff. What would happen if one day sports disappeared? It almost felt like that during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. there's no question, the closest Gus. time we had. Yeah. That, you yes. did a little, you know, just think about that. Yeah. And cry, and then and then sports came. That back play, the, by the way, is called the Day of Absence. You should read it. It's hilarious. Okay, I will. I will. Definitely by Douglas do Turner Ward. And and then the the fact that we were wondering if fans would come back, we would ever feel that way again. And obviously, thank goodness we we do. Right. And just feeling the okay. So then, while we're on that subject, the loudest crowd you've ever. You've ever called again? I've had so many. I know that. There's nothing like a basketball game when Kentucky is good at Rupp. Uh, anywhere in the SEC. Anywhere in the anywhere SEC. in the SEC. Anywhere in the SEC. The SEC is a whole different level. Um, I'll tell you one place mm-hmm. that actually is my favorite place to call a football game. That is? The University of Washington. That place is loud, and it's so aesthetically beautiful. You're right there on the water, and Washington has those cool uniforms with orange. I mean, with uh, a purple, black, and yellow. People taking boats to the game. People taking boats to the game, <laughs> and it's really, really, really loud. I don't know what it is with the stadiums in Seattle. It's just uh, it, it's it, incredible, it, right? I, I, they just had they got loud fans. They got crazy fans. Yeah, and then I mean, we want to talk about iconic. I got Sam. I got uh, uh, Gus Johnson here on the Rich Eisen show. You you just called Game of the Rose Bowl. I mean, and what a game. Unbelievable game. Did you watch any of that? I was there for, oh, uh, yeah, Susan and I brought the kids. Wow. We went there. Um, and I was, <laughs> how many kids you get? And went three. And how four, old are they? 14, 11, and nine. Does the 14 year old talk to you still? My 14. 40- <laughs> 
<laughs> I hear choice words. Right. I hear choice. You get words. a pound now. No I more mean, hugs and kisses. Right. I got. I got. I got. I got. A, I got some choice words. Uh-huh. There's no question about it. Um, but I, it's funny when UCLA went up fourteen nothing. I'm like, this is going to be a it game. It's over because Gus is calling it. Yeah. I'm Gus like, don't worry about it. Just, don't, just wait. But also, Caleb Williams is. I think that kid is special. a Heisman Trophy winner. You With do. everything that's happened, I know C.J. Stroud is great. You've called some Corum games too, and I know Blake Corum is great. Yeah, but this Caleb Williams, he's put up like I want to say out of the last six games he's played, he's put up four bills five times, five bills this past weekend. Right. They, they, you know, I was getting texts from my boys during the game, and they were like, "This is Patrick Mahomes. This could be Patrick Mahomes." He's smart. He's just so smart. He's so clever. You know, and Patrick Mahomes comes from that same Lincoln Riley system, that air raid Mike Leach. And and when he played at Texas Tech. And this kid, I mean, Lincoln Riley is just he's innovative. He's I mean, think about the quarterbacks he's had. Baker, Kyler, Jalen. Now this kid, I mean, it's just so wonderful that USC was able to get him. I'm, I know Oklahoma, uh, they were disappointed. But to have him out here with this brand of football, getting ready to go into the Big Ten, it's just, I think, he's a, he's just a young special. So player. if you had a uh, Heisman, you, you... I do have one. Oh, you do have one. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, so you're going to vote for you'd vote for Caleb Williams right As now? As of today. As of today. But we'll see what happens. they got to play Notre Dame this weekend. That's right. It puts up another big game in Notre Dame. Then he, I want to see USC's offense against Georgia. Well, you might get that chance. Yeah, I want to see a West Coast team. I mean, think about it. If we get a USC, we get a SEC team, we get a Big Ten team. And then TCU, so you get a Big 12. And you get a Big 12 team. I think that might be perfect. Gus Johnson here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Walk me through what it's going to be like for you Saturday. I mean, you've called Michigan-Ohio State games before but you have not called them where both are undefeated. This is your first in that foray, because I'd imagine you were not in the booth in 2006 Mm-mm. for that one. So um, what's it going to be like for you? Okay, I'll travel Saturday? tomorrow, which is Thursday. Mm-hmm. And my lady lives in Columbus, so I'll have Thanksgiving dinner at about midnight, Okay, which is important. So then third Friday we get up. Oh, is it midnight? You having midnight? Yeah, because I'm not leaving here until okay, got about, it. you okay. know, and by the time I get there, get my bags out of the airport. Okay. It's so a midnight Thanksgiving dinner yeah. meal. Very good. Okay. So I'll have that. Friday we get up. I'll do a couple of radio interviews. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk to Cleveland. My man Riz. You know Riz? Cleveland. Yeah. Okay. But um at his ESPN station. But then uh we go see Ryan Day and the Buckeyes at noon over at their facility and they're really nice because they give us lunch and we get a chance to sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't wear blue, right? You know that. Clearly. I don't ever wear blue. Okay. Very good. <laughs> okay. All right. And okay. we sit down with Ryan. We we talked to Jim yesterday, Jim Harbaugh. How'd he sound? He's a really, he's a quirky dude. I mean, I really like him. <laughs> you know, he's a quirky dude. He's a smart guy. He's, he, he can be really funny. Yeah. Once he takes you into his uh, into his fold, he's a really good guy. Uh, the two of us have had have a really great relationship. I like him a lot, even though he can be a goofball. But he's. I remember asking him not too long ago. I said, "Coach, how many concussions did you have as a player?" He says, "I don't remember." <laughs> 
So he's had a lot of concussions. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Jim Harbaugh. Right. Uh-huh. So uh, is Corum going to play, do you think? I don't think so. Oh, my God. That's what I read. I mean, and I didn't get this from Harbaugh. I okay. read it. Right. One of the players Okay. Uh, kind of dropped that. As it currently sounds right now. That's what it said. Okay, but you didn't get that sense from Harbaugh? He wouldn't right? give us anything. He okay. wouldn't give us anything on injuries. Okay. He was like, whoever's going to play is going to play, and whoever doesn't play, <laughs> the guy behind him has to step up. I mean, but Ohio State's hurt too, you know? Sure, sure. Okay. So you spoke to Jim, and so you're going to see Ryan Day in Columbus. Well, Friday. Okay. And then what game day, what's that like? Like, you got a suit picked out already? Got you a got suit a picked out. Okay. Good. No neutral colors. Got it. Because you get... Oh, yeah. You get, I, I get killed for that. And not even thinking about it. I'm just pulling out something that's clean. That's why I was late today because... That's why I was late today, Rich, because, man, I'm... You know, I was... I was in Cambridge, then I went to, where was it? Then I flew out here mm-hmm. to L.A., did the game, yes. stayed at the hotel out there in Pasadena, and I live here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. so I needed to wash my clothes. <laughs> so I'm late. I'm sitting there washing clothes. Well, you look great. Well, I mean, thank you. you I'm you, you know, you, dressed yeah, to impress when I'm with a superstar. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> you know, going coast to coast. So but, uh, Saturday you got the game picked out, and then the so when when it's time for the broadcast, I mean, don't the the this game's going to do a huge number. It does every year, and just the sense of it. I mean, what's that like? I got Joel Johnson? Klatt. He's awesome. So I don't have to. I'm like the guy that sits in the back of the class that's waiting to go to football practice, mm-hmm. and you sit next to Joel Klatt, and you make him have one cheek on and one cheek off on his seat, so you can he'll drop that right shoulder so you can see everything's on his paper. <laughs> that was me. I was that kid. I, just help me stay eligible. I feel that way every draft when I was doing it with Mayock, and now right. I'm doing it with oh, Daniel. Ma- Jer- you know, I worked with Mike Mayock for sure, years. Sure, and and Daniel Jeremiah and Joel Klatt does our Friday night broadcast as well. When those guys, like, uh, if you ever saw the movie The Sting, you ever yeah. saw that? Where uh-huh. they're, they're ready Robert to, Redford. Yeah, and, yeah, and Paul Newman. Uh-huh. And then uh, where where the guy who uh, Paul Newman is hired to look after Robert Redford's character walks in uh-huh. on the day of The Sting, and he uh-huh. sees him like, oh, if I'm seeing you, there's a problem. And then Robert Redford uh-huh. finally walks in, and he uh-huh. just... Everybody's okay. That's the way I felt whenever somebody like Clack or yep. Jeremiah yep. show up. That's or right. Yeah. yeah. So I got Joel... And I try to what I try to do is when I when I uh, first started broadcasting, mm-hmm. we remember Don Maggot and Associates. Of course, I, I sent a tape to them as a headhunter. Me too, years ago. So they would come in and coach us, which I think is just wonderful. And I think that's something that's lost in broadcasting right now. Actually, having somebody that can teach you because we teach ourselves pretty much once mm-hmm. we become pros. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used to always say low and slow, start low. And start slow so you can build an arc. Mm-hmm. And then once I studied, when I, I, I studied with Marty Glickman when I was a young broadcaster, the legendary Marty Glickman. Very much so. I mean, New York City fans that definitely know who he is. For yeah, sure. so Marty used to That's be the Marv's voice. guy, wasn't that Marv's guy? We yeah, emulated after? exactly. <laughs> we Mar- when he was an intern yes, right. at NYU. Mm-hmm. So Marty used to always say, son, the game is in front of you. Not on all that paperwork you got on your desk. So I literally just try to watch the game. I just want to watch the game and see what's happening in the game. And that will determine, you know, what kind of notes I use or what kind of stories I tell. But I want to make sure that as a point guard, I give, I keep Joel's hands full early. Mm -hmm. 
I make sure that, you know, I always say to him, all right, big fella, I want 35 points, 25 rebounds coming from you. A couple block shots as well in this game. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to keep your hands full, so don't drop the ball. And uh, I just want to feed him, feed him, feed him, get comfortable. And then when it gets good, be ready to go. And he understands, okay, this is Gus's time. Let me, you know, slow my roll a little bit and let him get in where he has to get in. Which is the action. and then- Which is the action, which mm-hmm. is the excitement, which is the emotion, which is the ebbs and flows of it, which is the storytelling of it. Trying to, I, I look for ways to bring people in. Like, for example, Dorian Thompson Robinson went down in that game. And... I mean, after the game, I just think about it all night. I think about it all night on Saturday. The broadcast. Yeah, all uh-huh. day on Sunday. Uh-huh. And I finally start really thinking about other the, uh, the next game on Monday when I start watching tape. But Dorian Thompson Robinson goes down. This game is scintillating. You know, you got two incredible quarterbacks. You got two black quarterbacks playing for two incredible franchises, USC, UCLA, at the legendary Rose Bowl. The game is close. The star quarterback for UCLA goes down. And I sometimes, you know, attaboy myself because in that moment I said, come on, man, you got to get up. Dorian. And I go, sometimes I even go first person. Mm -hmm. Like we're talking to him. Dorian, get up. Get up, man. We need you. You can't not finish this game. So I like to work on those nuances of my broadcasting game now. Um, Not so much worried about the mechanics, Mm -hmm. because after 30 years, that's part of it. I know it now. You Mm -hmm. know, I I could call the national championship game if you gave me two rosters. In 30 minutes, if I had to. <laughs> That's kind of how, you know, you got to have your confidence. You I know, know, I know. <laughs> For sure. No, no. You can't be a chump when you get up there and that red light comes on. Because that red light can chump you. You know how it is, Rich. I do. I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't be a chump when that red light goes Don't on. Don't let Might the be one of my sphincter muscle tighten up on you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Let's take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. A little bit more with Gus Johnson. I want to just delve a little bit more into your career and what you think the college football season holds. And this is the man who, along with Joel Klatt, will be calling the big game between Michigan and the Ohio State on Big Fox at noon Eastern Time. The world-famous Ohio State Buckeyes. That's correct. Gus Johnson, a little bit more here on the Rich Eisen Show with him in studio in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, on our terrestrial radio outlets, Gus Johnson is sitting here right now um, getting set to call the big game between uh, Michigan and The Ohio State uh, on Saturday. What a huge, I mean... My heart's gonna be in my throat. <laughs> I know. I, I, those commercial breaks feel like I know you they're can't. three hours oh long. Oh my god! I, I just can't handle it. My it's lady just, is from is from uh, Columbus. Yeah, she, she was born at Columbus uh, at the at, at Ohio State Hospital. Her brother went to Ohio State Medical School. Her father went to Ohio State Medical School. A couple of years ago, when Clemson beat. Uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, we were in D.C. at the Four Seasons, mm-hmm. and because she's such a rabbit fan, I left the room <laughs> because I didn't want any parts of it. <laughs> I go downstairs. The game ends. Ohio State loses. It's New Year's Eve. Yes. So I'm ready to party, and I come back. The whole room is pitch black. <laughs> she's in bed. Game over. It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Happy New Year. My plans were foiled by Dabo Sweetie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know the feeling. You know. I know. Well, last year yeah. it was New Year's Eve, Michigan and Georgia. And that did not go well at all. And my daughter, who was eight at the time, came up and gave me these uh, New Year's Eve beads because she saw how upset I was. Yes, and of course, it's you know that that now, that makes you forget about it for about ninety seconds. And think then you're about back in a me. World of hurt. I grew up a Michigan fan because you're born and raised in Detroit. In Detroit, yes. my father. Some of the greatest memories I had as a young kid was playing my little league football game for the West Side Cubs. Coming home, mom making um, Campbell's tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches, and me and my dad and my mom sitting. I'm laying on the floor eating my sandwich and eating my soup, and we're watching Michigan football. And that went all the way through. You know, when I got to high school, it was different because we played. We played on Friday nights, so, yeah, we, I did the same thing. But, you know, not as a you know high school kid. I wasn't laying on the floor in my if, uniform. But If somebody tapped you on the shoulder then, Gus Johnson, and said you're going to get to call the big game every year for the whole country to watch, what would you have said to that person? I would have said... You're from Mars. <laughs> You're from the Kyber Belt. You're from Pluto. What are you talking about? I had no idea that. Well, I did have an idea that broadcasting existed because my mother, I don't know, for some reason, I think that she and Brian Gumble had a thing because every morning from 1979, when Brian Gumble broadcast Michigan State and Indiana State 
Mm-hmm. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and Brian Gumble came on television with that beautiful smile and being he was articulate and Natalie attired from that moment on from in 1979. My mother knew what I was going to do. How fantastic. is that? I thought I was going to replace Lou Whitaker. <laughs> no, I really did. For the Tigers? I was like, Lou's going to retire. I'm going to go to college, and I'm going to play second base for the Tigers. The Trammell, the Trammell okay. Johnson. It's going to be Johnson Trammell, right. <laughs> Not That's the shot. double play combination. Yeah, right. But she knew, and I've been watching. I watched Brian Gumble from that moment on all the way through high school. Remember, because he left sports and went to the Today Show. Today Show, so he's on every morning. That's why I wound up going to Michigan, believe it or not, that they had a a, a broadcast. Uh, either Bryant or Jane Pauley was at Michigan, and the other one was at Brown. Wow. And my mother was watching it, and she's just like, wow, Michigan mm-hmm. is like an Ivy League school? Is that what? Mm-hmm. So she's... She started pushing me towards looking at Michigan. So, of course, I, I rejected that notion out of hand because my course. mother is suggesting it. And I wound up uh, going to a symposium for Michigan and, and Manhattan and meeting some of the students there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, these people are pretty cool. And then I went to visit the campus. A foot of snow fell on the ground while I was there. Right. And I, I, they had, I was over. I, wow. I went there even with the snow on the ground. I'm like, this is for me. And it's one of the greatest things to ever happen to me for so many different reasons, writing for the student newspaper and then mm-hmm. going. So this is the sort of stuff I think about when I'm going to be sitting down and watching the game. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down and wonder why me as a 53-year-old man with three children and a lot going on in my life, as Tom Brady might say, 53 with a lot of ish going on. Uh-huh. Um, why does this mean so damn much to me why am i so emotionally invested why do i want this so bad mm-hmm. these are questions i think about during those interminably long commercial breaks waiting for you to come back mm-hmm. on to call mm-hmm. the action mm-hmm. because it's your team that is you know it's your team we all we all have to have something to hold on to to make life normal you know we go through life and that's why to me it's so important um, people for the last almost 30 years, Rich, have allowed me to come into their homes during their times of relaxation, mm-hmm. rest, uh, to spend time with their families. That's important to me. So when I call the game, I don't want to be too controversial. I'm not trying to be 60 minutes. I just want to delight in the excellence of these young men and women that I have a chance to call. Because I know it's so important to them. Because it's important to me. It, it, it connects you to great moments in your life and in your mind. You seeing that foot of snow. I mean, I could do the play-by-play for it for your life. You seeing that foot of snow when you got there. The feeling that you had walking on the campus the first time you really paid attention to a Michigan game. The friends that you met when you went to the game the first time. You know, all those things are things that connect us. And I think things that make us human. And I think it's special. It is. And you're going to be calling that for both schools. It means so much. That's incredible. I got to tell you, Gus, I'm getting a a vibe here that I want to bring up. um, Because I'm sure you have some memories of him, too. And uh, I'm thinking of Stuart Scott. And because I'm, I watch you and you and I are talking and I'm just wondering if you got what Stuart got a lot of, which is don't do it that way. Did you get a lot of that in your career? Gus Johnson? Not really. That's Nobody good. ever told me that I was doing it wrong. 
that's one thing I loved about the CBS experience. At CBS Sports, we had different kind of broadcasters. I mean, our leader back then was and still is Jim Nance. Mm -hmm. He had his own stock. Mm -hmm. um, we had Vern Lundquist. We had Dick Enberg there during that time. Uh, Don Crickey was there during that time. Uh, not one time did anybody ever tell me that I wasn't doing it right. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever said, Gus, don't do it that way. As a matter of fact, back then we had bosses like Tony Petiti. He's, I remember one time I was doing a Ladanian Tomlinson San Diego game. And Ladanian, because I would get negative criticism when the internet started, mm -hmm. but not from my bosses. And Ladanian, so I said, I'm going to give him a Chris Shankle. I'm going to give him, from this point on, I'm going to be Chris Shankle and I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be understated. So LaDainian Tomlinson goes screaming down the sideline, this unbelievable play. And I do my best Pat Summerall impersonation. LaDainian Tomlinson down the sideline. Touchdown San Diego. I swear. He didn't cross the finish line before. The truck lit up with a call from beef, Roast Beef Central is what, I, what we call it at CBS, <laughs> where the, all the bosses sit yeah. there, watch yeah. the game. Yeah. We call that Roast Beef Central. Roast Beef Central call, it's Tony Bettini on the phone. Tony Bettini says to my producer, I think it was Jim Rickoff, who's superstar producer there now, or maybe Vic Frank, same kind of guy. He says, he says Bettini says, what's wrong with Gus? <laughs> so... We, the producer says, Tony Petiti's on the line. He wants to know what's wrong with you. I said, tell Tony Petiti that I was just trying to do my best uh, Chris Shankle, Pat Summerall. He said, tell Gus to stop you know what and be himself. And I don't need to ever have to make this you know what call again. So in a way, it was me testing them, not them testing me. Fantastic. Okay, you want awesome. that? Okay, I'll give that to you. How you feel about that? And from that moment on, it was clear. Just do, just be you, and just have fun. And that's what that's what you're good at. You're not good at being Chris Shankle. Did you? How much interaction did you have with Stuart? Did you ever cross paths with him? Stu and I have known each other. His uh, cousin Tony Vaughns and I went to co college together at Howard. So mm -hmm. I've known Stu. I knew Stu from the beginning. And uh, the last time I talked to Stu, we were at the Super Bowl in uh, New York. Mm -hmm. And I ran into him with his lady in the hotel lobby at about midnight. And it was just us. And uh, I said to him, I said, man, when you go to bed at night, are you afraid? And he said, no, I'm not afraid when I go to bed at night. But I am afraid that I'm going to miss my daughter's wedding. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm afraid that I'm not going to see my grandchildren. Mm. What a gut punch. What a gut punch. I had his two beautiful daughters here on the show a few months ago, and they're doing great, and he'd be proud of them, and I know he'd be, if 
fired up to see your success get even bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Uh, He's a special guy, man. He's just a good man. The guy you saw on the air was the guy that you see in person. And that's usually that's it. what makes the great ones. And, and all he wanted to talk about was family and love and who you, who you love and are you happy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, be yourself. Yeah. And uh, so. Now, he was so creative that he was a trailblazer. He was. He allowed all of us to have a poetic license, so to speak. We could be creative. We could bring what our life experience we could bring our life experience into journalism, into Brock, into sports. Mm-hmm. And that was all because of him, because he was such a, a trailblazer and a trendsetter. Just a good, good dude, man. Sitting next to him in the middle of the night, you know, he never really felt that way. He didn't. He got a sense. He, yeah. he understood. Toward, certainly towards the end of his life, right. he knew. But when the two of us were just doing our thing, 3.30 in the morning. did it for a long time. Seven you know? years. Seven years. That's a long, that's, that's an eternity in what we do, <laughs> as you know. Well, he called me his TV wife. That's what he did, you know. And I miss him every day. And I think of him when there's big sporting events and, and what he would think. And, 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 like and, and I think that, and, and tell me what you think about this, because I, I like doing this. I like keeping the great broadcasters' voices alive. Like, I'll say cooler than the other side of the pillow. In the midst of a broadcast. Well, I catch it. I because it. I want to keep that alive. You should. We have to. We have to. Yeah. Because he, he's gone six years, and I think to myself, sometimes there's some people who are going to just not remember him. And I'll so. say booyah. I might say booyah this weekend. I love yes. it. Yes. Do it. I would love if you did that. Is that okay? That's not stealing, right? Only for Michigan touchdowns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gus, you walked into that one. Yeah. Gus Johnson, you are the greatest. Thanks for spending this time. Let's travel safe. Have a great broadcast. I'll be there. Biting my nails down to the cuticles. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, thank you for having me, man. And uh, proud of you. You're thank doing you. great. Appreciate that. You know, we need you. I'm here. I'm here. That's Gus Johnson my here man. on the Rich Eisen Show here on a busy Wednesday. Still have about a minute or so to go here on Roku. Gus, I wanted to ask if I could. You, you talked about Stewart and his catchphrases, which are iconic. And you have some yourself, obviously. Is that something you pre-planned? Do you work on these beforehand? Or is this just all coming straight off the top of the dome when you're just in the moment because there was one time during a game you said it was so cold this was amazing that a guy could rob you with a bucket of water (laughs) and i was like that is truly incredible that is an incredible thought like it's so cold that he could rob you just with the thought of him freezing you would have just given up all your jewelry here's my wallet Um, you know i think about these things i think about I, i read a lot I love listening to music, all kinds of music. I'm a big hip hop head since I was, you know, since Curtis Blow. Um, I just, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. It'll come to my mind or I'll see something that I can, that I can use that I'll not necessarily always write down. But you'll keep in the back of your head. But I'll just keep it in the back of my head so it can come out organically during that moment. Gotcha. Plus, he, you have been robbed by a bucket of water before. <laughs> I've been robbed I have. before. <laughs> no, but a bucket of water. That is amazing. All right, Gus. All right, um, man. 
thank you for being here. You are awesome at what you do. Say hi to Joel Klatt and the rest of the crew there. And um, you'll see Charles Woodson, I'm sure. Yep. It'll be a great time. So you're going to be there, right? Hell no. I've got to work the next oh, day. I'll be work. I'll be there on the couch watching you. <laughs> you got Okay, well. I'm so gonna, treat me well. You got it. Man. You got <laughs> Good morning, Mark.